हेलो एवरीवन एम तनविश्री पर्सिंग माय ग्रेजुएशन इन जर्नलिज्म एंड पॉलिटिकल साइंस टुडे आई एम ब्रिंगिंग यू दिस पॉडकास्ट सीरीज कॉल्ड आर्ट एंड एक्टिविज्म इंडिया सीरीज पॉडकास्ट मैनेजर ऑफ ओरिकलंकनी ओरिकलंकनी इज एन ऑर्गेनाइजेशन दैट इज चेंजिंग नैरेटिव्स अराउंड मेंस्ट्रुएशन एंड सेक्सुअलिटी इन इंडिया थ्रू आर्ट थिएटर एंड डायलॉग This series of 6 episodes are for people in the development sector and menstrual education space to get to know the thriving art and activism community that is already present in India. Thanks for coming on our podcast to share your work. We are honored to have you with us ma'am. Thank you so much for having me on board Tanvi. Thank you. So my first question is Can you please tell us why did you decide to use art for menstrual activism? So um I really wanted to do something consistently to challenge myself on my own creativity and I was passionate about menstruation as an issue and was already doing my green switch campaign as a youth yavas action network fellow. So I thought why not merge both of these patterns together because there are so many perspectives and theories Um I thought it would be an interesting theme to explore for an artistic adventure. That's crazy. <laughs> And also I would like to ask you what was the process of planning that you went behind it and how was the community's response when you started? Right. Um so like I mentioned I merged the campaign uh, which is called a menstruator canvas that is what my art campaign was called with the green district campaign that I was doing with the UCLA scholarship uh, so I decided uh, to create an Instagram page called the bloody feminist to start posting my period art on a daily basis so initially I uh, planned a week in advance before uh, May 1st so uh internationally uh may is celebrated as a menstrual hygiene month uh so i thought i would start my period art work for 28 days which is the cycle of a period uh, on an average uh and post for 28 28 days consistently so i planned for a week in advance in april to start from the 1st of may uh i initially jotted down topics that i knew something about where either i had a personal experience or uh, something that i had researched on and then planned the calendar at least a week in advance um so also it was sort of like a photo story campaign so there was an art and there was a story along uh, like a caption to go along with the art so i researched from data and figures to match with the artwork so that it's interesting for people to read and share and so the both the art and the campaign had to be really really meaningful so i planned in advance for the topic i created the artwork at, at least a night before or on the day of the campaign uh, and wrote the content piece accordingly uh, because sometimes i waited for inspiration sometimes there was a lot of writers block um, sometimes uh, and this is towards the end of the second week and the beginning of the third week i had to research a lot of topics as well because my experience also in the sector is very limited to think of what the content would look like uh, and what the art would uh, hold meaning for the audience that is looking at it so by the end of the third week i was doing a lot of research 
and making a lot of effort to keep the campaign going because uh, it, it started getting a little difficult. Uh, the response from the community was uh, very good. Um, I, I don't know how I define that good. I think uh, for me, it was how many people were engaging with the post, how many people were commenting on it, or how many people were reposting it, how many people were reaching out or uh, sharing their opinion with me either through personal message, right? So that is something that I considered as good. So um, I was also asked by the UCLA team to create an artwork for them. That is one artwork that I put a lot of effort in. Uh, and that has been reposted on multiple uh, other places as well. Some of my work also got featured in a few videos that were created by other menstrual educators and advocates. So for me, I thought uh, as a new or a beginner in this space, that is something that I consider to be good. Yeah, that's inspiring and the community's response is really what matters to us. And once yeah. it's great, it's ongoing project. So my third question is, uh, according to you, in your opinion, what are the approaches to activism which are untapped in menstrual activism? Right. Um, so one of the approaches that I find which can be explored a little more, especially in the Indian context, is one's own period. Right? Uh, the body, the blood, the product, and the experiences as an art form. It could be either visual or spoken word or written content. Uh, I've been hesitant myself in doing this, but I finally took a picture of my menstrual cup with my period blood in it and then used it as an art also. Um, I also tried uh, writing down a little bit of a slam poetry, which I'm hoping uh, to perform somewhere if I get the opportunity in either the post-COVID era or whenever situation allows me to do that. That is something that I think will really help break barriers and initiate conversations on a taboo topic like periods. Uh, if we, I use my own body and my own experience to connect with people. For example, I've been, because of my Instagram page now, I've been connecting with a lot of artists around the world and they use their own uh, experiences either to photographs, which are really powerful, or to imagery that is really powerful, uh, but it's up on, on their own body, it's of their own product, it's about their own period blood, uh, which I really find interesting, and this I think is a little missing in the Indian context, also because of the taboo associated with the topic. Uh, so I think maybe that is a really good art form to explore, and I would personally really like to uh, initiate using my own body a little more as an art form. Oh, yeah, ma'am. And these are all the insights of how activism need not be boring, actually, right? Right, right. So, and my last question is, uh, how can people find your work and how can we reach you? So, um, my name is Nitisha. Uh, my, I'm very active on email, uh, gmail.com. You can also follow me on uh the Bloody Feminist. It's on both Instagram and Facebook. Uh, I go, um, I am very active there. I post a lot of art content periodically. I also do a lot of curating the art content that is available. Like I said, I find a lot of inspiration uh, 
with respect to menstrual art and activism across the globe. So I tend to share some global artists as well, uh, which I find really inspiring. So I'm very active on social media and very responsive on email. So y'all can reach me through there. That's really great. Thank you, ma'am. Hope this episode gave you a lot of insight of how activism need not be boring. Please do check out our other episodes of this series and also other awesome series on our channel Orikulankini in all major podcasting platforms. See you there then. Bye.